Hello, and welcome to the Drunken Time Travel <laughs> Podcast. Beer o'clock, etc. And that's me choking in the background. Uh, press one for plant the spiders. Press two for one. What? No, press for two. Three. Ah. Uh, it all makes sense. Doesn't it? In no, the great no, scheme it of does things. not. It does not make sense. No, it does not. <laughs> On my left is the great one. Praise the great one. It's Irish Gav. On my right is English Gav. All praise the English Gav. Welcome. Thank you. Our official tedious link beer is Farmer's Belgian Blue. That's the one. Sheffield beer, which we'll talk about a little later in the show. Then, so a couple of hours time. Um, this this week, what month? I don't care. We're doing Planet of the Spiders. John a whole Petrie's, planet. John Petrie's final story as the Doctor. Well, not really, but yeah. Hmm. Anyway, I I understand you may have some kind of synopsis for us then, Gav. You bet I do. Take it away. I'll bring it back. Part 1. Mike Yates, having left unit, decides to do the next best thing. That's right, he's at a Buddhist centre. Wait, what? There's a group in the basement secretly meditating, so he asked Sarah Jane to visit to investigate. Did he get misunderstood what Buddhists were? The doctor, meanwhile, is looking into psychic energy, so gets a clairvoyant professor from a gig. Anyway, the crystal the Doctor took from Metabolist 3 has the Professor seeing giant spiders, and he dies. Is everyone high in this episode? Meanwhile, Yates and Sarah Jane are almost run over by an imaginary tractor. That'll be a yes, then. The secret cellar group summon a giant spider into existence. Don't you just hate days like that? Part 2. The spider merges with Lupton the secret seller group leader, and they go to unit to steal the Metabuddha's crystal. They then escape with the Doctor pursuing. When the Doctor catches him, Lupton disappears. The chase lasted half the episode, unlike the chase, which lasted six episodes. Part 3. Doctor Humor. Part 3. Lupton reappears at the Buddhist centre where Tommy, a sensitive and thoughtful portrayal of a man with the mental age of a child, steals the crystal because it's pretty. Investigating the centre, Sarah Jane is transported to Metabulus 3 where the Doctor follows in the TARDIS. There, humans are subjugated by giant spiders in the Planet of the Apes scenario gone wrong. Get your hairy leg off me, you damn dirty arachnid. Sarah Jane is about to be captured by them, and the Doctor tries to save her, but is knocked unconscious by the spider's energy, and goes into a coma. Part 4 Tommy looks into the crystal and slowly becomes more intelligent, kind of like a reverse Fox News. On Metabulus 3, Lupton and his spider try and have a spider coup against the Spider Queen, hashtag spider. Sarah Jane is trapped in a cell with Sable, a man who doesn't seem to care if he lives or dies, the Doctor comes out of his 43rd coma and finds a stone that can counteract the spider's energy. He tries to rescue Sarah Jane, but is captured. Then Sarah Jane finds out, and that's the cliffhanger. Part 5. The Doctor escapes, again, and finds the cave of the biggest spider, the Great One. All praise to the Great One. 
She demands the crystals return to her. Well, everyone else has had it, why not her? The doctor, overcome by fear, turns and leaves. He meets Sarah Jane and they return to the meditation centre on Earth, which has never been busier with comings and goings. There they meet Ken Po, uh, who is the leader. Lupton's, Lupton's followers, meanwhile, try to get to them, but Tommy stops them and absorbs the spider energy. Part 6 Sarah Jane is under the control of the Spider Queen, and the Doctor helps her be free by using the blue crystal. Is there anything it can't do? Ken Poe is discovered to be a Time Lord who is injured by the attack and regenerates into a projection of himself. No, me neither. The Doctor eventually faces the fear and returns to the cave where the Great One, all praise to the Great One, will use the crystal to take over the universe. The crystal is put in place, but it overloads and destroys all the spiders. The Doctor is fatally injured by the radiation and just escapes to the TARDIS. Weeks later, Sarah Jane and Brig are at Unit HQ where the Doctor stumbles out of the TARDIS. BAM! Tom Baker out of fucking nowhere. So, uh, spiders. Spiders, spiders. Lots and lots of spiders. Well, a few spiders. Just a few? Yeah. I did like the voice of the spiders. Who I noticed was the same voice. One of the voices of the spider was the same voice as of Alpha Centauri, whom I believe you remember well. Uh, I do remember that, yes. Which one was the uh, Alpha Centauri? I'm assuming it was Lupton's spider. Um, <clears throat> and the whole two legs and eight legs thing was very animal farm. Uh, yeah, because they were always talking about two legs of, you know, better than four legs and stuff like that. What happened to all the other animals? Why is there just two what? different animals? Two and eight, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe Where's all the four legs? What, like the cats and things? Yeah. They just got on a spaceship and fucked off. Are birds two legs? Yes. But, oh, isn't there a spider called a bird-eating spider that doesn't actually eat birds. I think so, the first time someone saw one they saw it eating a spider and that's why they gave it the name the bird-eating spider but it's never actually, I think it just did that once and that's its name now. Well, oh, it's amazing. Why the fuck did you have to go and do some weird live <laughs> You fucking weird. <laughs> Look at that name they've given us now. Thanks to you, you dick. <laughs> also, that, that uh, Lupton spider it seemed less enamoured to idiots than the uh, than the Doctor. Featuring such lines as, This man is stupid, send him away. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta send the idiot somewhere. Well, like uh, how when the first came out of the portal, so they just jump on somebody's back. Is is that all they came to Earth for? Just a piggyback ride? Mm. They're fed up walking around. Got some two legs to do it for them. Mm. Well, too many legs to walk. Walk. <laughs> just cross all that all this energy. Yeah. 
And speaking of when they're on the back, when they're sat back, are they squashing the spider? <laughs> I do wonder that as well. He's con- he's, the spider's on his back and then he sits down in car and he's leaned up against seatings. Well, that's one way to get rid of a spider <laughs> on your back. <laughs> and he seems to know more about flying helicopters than uh, the two legs do. Yes, because the spider was like, the, the fuel was running low. Lockton yes. didn't notice this, but the yes. spider did. Yes. <laughs> oh, is that what that was? Uh, spiders are all about helicopters. Because they use them all the time. Yeah. I don't know. Don't know why. <laughs> but get places. But you know, they can be both walking. So first they invented helicopters mm-hmm. and then they invented pickyback rides. Of what what I, I did find really handy as all was after that fifteen minute chase scene, they suddenly remember they can teleport. <laughs> so that came in handy. <laughs> they just teleported where they started. <laughs> Unless that was just a really convoluted plan to lead the doctor fifteen minutes away from where they started. Right, we've let him away, we just teleport back now. <laughs> no, it was, it was, they written the episode, 10 minutes of the episode, and then realised, wait, we haven't actually got the rest of the episode. Ah, oh, we'll just have various vehicles, it's fine. All the vehicles. <laughs> all the vehicles, which we'll tell you all about a bit later. Uh, mm. yeah. Yeah, and when the spiders... They'd captured Sarah and the Doctor, they wrapped him up, ready to be eaten, but got to give him a pillow up as well. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be having me food uncomfy. Well, no, you, you can't be having, I mean, you don't want to eat the head and it'd be all bruised. <laughs> give it a nice pillow. A, they are very quite considerate. Uh, the great one, then? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All praise to the Great One. All praise to the Great One. Right, here's the thing. They say every time they say Great One, they all have to say all praise to the Great One. So my thing is, what about the Great One in All Praise to the Great One? Do they then have to say all praise to the Great One whenever they say all praise to the Great One? Like, will it be an infinite loop of saying all praise to the Great One, all praise to the Great One? All praise to the great one, and then so on. No, you're like all praise to the great the small one. Print where in the great one is n, n plus one. That makes exempt <laughs> in the contract. In, 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 in the contract, right? Which was set off by the first person ever to do it, and he never stopped. <laughs> so basically, the only reason they do this is because someone had to stutter. Yeah, go on. And speaking of the great one, all praise to the great one. All praise to the great one is what? What was so great about the, just an impressionist act? Was she? I think you were thinking of the great stupendo. Because that's all she did when the doctor first met her. The, the impressions of Sarah Jane and other people. Maybe, maybe she can only do impressions of Sarah Jane. It was a very specific impression act. That's why they had to get the doctor over so that she could impress it. Look, look, I can do impressions of Severin. You're probably the only person in the universe that would be impressed with this. And then uh, when 
<coughs> when the doctor brought the uh, crystal to him, just give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, just like a big whiny child. <laughs> like most, most of the spiders were quite whiny. Oh, sure. Sp- if you're, you're a giant that. spider, you're gonna be whiny. Aren't you? And to say the super intelligent beings. Super intelligent beans. Yes. Beans with legs. Okay. That's what spiders <laughs> are, aren't they? Beans with legs. Yeah, they spent all this time trying to get this crystal to make them even more intelligent and conquer the universe. But then the crystal just destroys us, so they weren't really that intelligent. No, they're not. It, it was just a simple overloading. Of the systems that destroyed all the spiders. That's that's why it is in TV though. Just because they can't be, because it's quicker that way. Kill kill one, they all die. So the two lives got overrun by a bunch of idiot spiders. Yeah. Spiders are idiots. Idiot spiders with guns. Did they have guns? Well, they had the energy beam. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because Lupton had that as well, the Emperor Lightning. Mm. The Emperor had in Star Wars. And then, of course, we find out that uh, Lupton went to the Buddhist place because he was basically a salesman with a, who had a midlife crisis, which doesn't surprise me in the slightest. <coughs> so, is any wonder a spider took him over? Uh, yeah, so there's this Buddhist meditation center. Yeah. You know, they uh, they had special room for meditation because you can't meditate anywhere. That would be wrong. Well, you've got to separate a room free of distractions to uh, center yourself. And are you talking about center yourself? Well, that's what they do with something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I did like that the guy, the guy who had a symbol, must have been going on, and then there was a guy with a ting. Not his own recording artist. No, he had a, he had a, <laughs> was that a Prince joke? <laughs> a really, really old one. <laughs> he had a symbol, and uh, yeah, he just seemed to have the most difficult job ever. Like, it, it was really complicated to get the ding right. <laughs> Uh, yeah. It's a complicated procedure, this meditation. And then, of course, it's a real crazy show where anything can go. Then, of course, they, uh, after all that uh, meditating, whatever, they summoned a spider. (laughs) Still not sure how that worked. So they meditated on Earth Mm -hmm. and summoned a spider from another galaxy. bit weird to me. Yep, and it was just because the crystal was nearby, apparently, but what, what's, how, how did the summoning meditation do it? Bloody crystal. Yes, the crystal. You know when it had lit up at the end? Mm-hmm. It reminded me of, you know in words and pictures, the, uh, the kids show from, the learning kids show from the 80s? With wordy, yes, 
and they had the uh, the pencil that showed you how to write letters up mm -hmm. and down, and then the end of the pencil lights up. It, it reminded me of that. Right. That's that's yeah. I can only vaguely remember it, but, but hey, vaguely is good for me. Um, yeah, I didn't like the Metabulous Three Hippies. That's all I have to say. A little bit stupid. Well, the Metabulous Three looks a lot nicer in daylight than uh, it did last time the Doctor went at night. Yes. In that last time he went, everything was attacking him. <laughs> yeah. And there was storm and rains and winds. Well, he obviously went to, the, you know, the tropical part of it or something, I don't know. But yeah, anyway, going back to the uh, Ippies and that, there was uh, the, uh, the mother with the, uh, the best acting ever. Yeah, she was dreadful. Trying to have a tender moment with her son, and, goes, and Jeremy goes, I laughed at you throughout your boyhood. What? You, you, laughed, you at laughed at me? <laughs> you laughed at me? It's not very nice. Oh, she was dreadful. She just basically read the lines monotonously one after the other. Yeah, oh, I, I shan't let you go. I shan't, I shan't, I shan't. I think it was worse than me. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. We should take some doing. And then her husband, I assumed it was Sorbo. He was all very calm about being eaten by spiders. Because he was captured and given a pillow as well. And he and he was in the same room as Sarah Jane and he just didn't seem to give a fuck. Well, he just wanted to get away from the mother. I thought you were that. <laughs> and at one point it just seemed like, is there anyone on the planet who doesn't have a spider on their back? Like in episode five or six. The most bad. It's just everyone. Also, can spiders do that to themselves? Not themselves, but you know, other spiders. What, a big spider on your back, Shane? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like spider centipede. <laughs> We're all thinking good. <laughs> <laughs> Can't possibly go wrong. Uh, let's get a someone to draw that cover for us. What a sp <laughs> spider centipede! Yeah. Do you, draw do you think Michelle will do it? <laughs> if we pay him, yeah. This is what we want you to do: a thousand spiders, <laughs> <laughs> but in the style. <laughs> Spider centipede. <laughs> uh, the Brigadier, he was in it as well. I kind of like that him and the Doctor went on a night out to see a stripper. I can't remember that. At the start, when they went to the thing, one of them was an erotic dancer. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, because he says, um, he talked about 
you know, the brigadier seemed to do it, and the doctor said, oh, you like that, didn't you? And the, and the brigadier said about using the strippers' exercises for the men. And I was like, what, like ping-pong balls? Yeah, because yeah, I, I was looking at that theatre, and it had, like, about eight chairs in it. I'm thinking, what sort of play are they watching in this with about eight people watching? It's one of those avant-garde plays mm. where there's eight chairs watching eight more chairs. So you don't know who the audience is and who the performers are. Yeah, and so after the uh, the dancer stripper, there was that ventriloquist, not ventriloquist, the clairvoyant, clairvoyant guys. They were going to some sort of cabaret show. There must have been with with eight people. And the doctor called him Alistair as well on this. I don't remember him ever doing that before. Well, it's his last episode. <laughs> might not have a bit of fun. Oh, I was just being very formal in the setting. But why was he dressed like Harry Potter to go to the air? Oh, just to, to, uh, for the thing. I can't say I noticed. It was very schoolboy sort of get up it was wearing, I thought. Maybe he's a big Harry Potter fan. Maybe he invented Harry Potter. Wasn't J.K. Rowling, it was... She's always stealing it. A.G. A. G. Lethbridge Stewart. Uh, Harry Sullivan was mentioned. By the Brigadier. And we'll see him in the next episode. Story. Will it? Yes, he becomes a companion for a bit. Um, also, the Brigadier doesn't seem to be able to shoot. So that led me to wonder if he was a stormtrooper. That leads me to wonder were the stormtroopers trained by unit? That. Oh, I'd like to read. I'd like to watch that. Because the brigadier can never shoot. Well, he occasionally, well, he didn't really. But yeah, he just seemed to miss completely, considering the guy was only a few yards away. So you're listening to Drunken Time Travel. It's quarter past the hour. It's time for the beer interlude. Yes, we're drinking um, Farmer's Belgian Blue. Yeah, from Bradfield Brewery. Mm, not so because of the blue crystal from Metropolis Three. I do like this beer. As as, as do I. Would we recommend it? Uh, I certainly would. It's a uh, what? Well, it's a blueberry flavored. Ale. They normally do it for Christmas, this brewery. Don't think you can get it year round, though, can you? No, you can only get it, it's like a seasonal one. Maybe. Is it? Mm. I've never noticed that before. I've had it loads of times, but... Sure, because I only have seen it at Christmas. They do other ones, like Farmer's Blonde, which is nice. But I really like the uh, blue. I might have only had it around winter time or something. I've never really noticed. 
I just might occasionally when I see him pubs and stuff. And yeah, it's a very nice drink. Hmm. Refreshing. And unfortunately, it's not blue in colour. It's more red. But yeah, but that will do. First, <laughs> 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 tediously. Um. Yes. Sticker then. Sticker. Yep. Right. Good. Good. Sorted. So the doctor. <laughs> uh, bloody trash it's again. That hypnotist guy uh, saw them when yes. he was talking to when he had the doctor's uh, squarely device. Squarely device. Yes. Sonic squarely. That's it. <laughs> yes. I mean, I mean, this is what that's got to be. Three or four stories with the trashies in it now. I mean, a lot of them are just replays of the first one, but it's just ridiculous. There was, not, there was a nice mention of Joe as well, because she sent the, the blue crystal back to the doctor. Why did she send it back? There were too many spiders after <laughs> it. It was freaking out the people in the Amazon or something. Because of spiders. They were getting too intelligent. They were too intelligent. She was becoming too intelligent. She passed her GCSE. Uh, then, of course, we mm. mentioned the world's longest chase earlier, mm. um, which involved the Humobile, Bessie, some kind of weird helicopter, a boat, and a hovercraft. Mm hmm. And it lasted nearly half the episode, as we mentioned. It did. And it led me to wonder, whatever happened to hovercrafts? No one really uses them anymore. Did, did we even have the... Oh yeah, you mentioned the helicopter, well, a heli-bike. Yeah. Oh, and the, heli the hovercraft went... It, well, it wouldn't be Pertwee's last story if there wasn't a country pumpkin type tramp person. But yeah, the hovercraft went over him and he was unharmed but just looked shocked. As opposed to being cut to ribbons. Why would he have been cut to ribbons? Because, well, the thing underneath the hovercraft, I assume the, the, there's fans to lift, lift it up. I don't expect they're protruding there. Protruding? Very perspicacious of you. Thank you. I just, I mean, in fairness, I mean, that makes sense, but I just, I just always assumed it was a bad idea to lie underneath the hovercraft. Yeah, it doesn't whether, cut the grass as you fly it over it. Whether it's full of eels or not. Well, this is true. Yeah, I wouldn't lie under a lawnmower. No, no, that would be stupid. Mm. But yeah, how come uh, the doctor's car isn't really theft-proof? I thought Bessie was practically theft-proof. Yeah. Well, well, say, but his new fancy Hummerbill, no, you can just drive straight off. Maybe, maybe the theft-proof thing was getting uh, fixed. He hadn't installed it yet. I did like uh, in one of the Bond movies, James Bond has a theft-proof car. 
and these thieves came along and smashed open the window to get into it and the collar blew up and thus it was <laughs> it wasn't stolen technically correct <laughs> uh, yeah and of course his car has an interesting new feature yes apparently it can fly yeah that's amazing. Was that another feature he had installed, or did he remove the theft proofing to get the yeah, flying in it? Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, also, he just had that installed whenever they got blue screen. Um, yeah. And then, and then in this story, the doctor asks that they find out that these people are in a cellar, and the doctor says, Where is this cellar? <laughs> Um, not to mention this, but uh, the, the doctor does seem a bit thick in this episode. <laughs> to be honest, he does like his coma acting, doesn't he? His coma acting. Coma acting. You know, like uh, he's always seems to be lying on the ground. Sarah Jane, Sarah Jane, I'm very ill. Or, or whoever, you know, it just seems that this doctor, more than anyone, is always lying in, in, a, in some kind of ill, like planet of the Daleks and, and this many others. All the stories. All the stories. All of them. Uh, he did have another thing when he gone off after his coma, was uh, he said, wakey wakey, rise and shine, show a leg with a spine. Not sure what the fuck that's talking about there. I've never heard that in my life. A leg with a spine. Yes. It's a bit creepy, isn't it? <laughs> Just a leg with a spine attached. Whatever gets you off. <laughs> Whatever gets you off, talk. W was that what they were watching at the cabaret show? <laughs> <laughs> well, we never saw it, so yes. Maybe it's two legs with a spine, that's why the doctor wasn't really into it, he just preferred it to be one leg. Also, uh, the doctor likes stealing blue things. TARDIS, the crystal, two blue things, but they're still blue. <laughs> that is the common link between them. And the stole. And he does steal them. If there was a Venn diagram of things the doctor stole and things that are blue, they would be they would be very linked. Really? <laughs> uh, and towards the end of the episode, uh, I think the doctor's saying, it's all my fault. And I'm not thinking, what? If you hadn't have stole the crystal, the uh, spiders wouldn't have become all powerful. They would have become all powerful and they'd ruled the universe by now. Well, no, because he gave them back the crystal and that spider, great, great one. Then it overloaded them. Yeah. yeah. So but he, he didn't know that if at he the hadn't point, though. the crystal, this, nothing would have happened. There would be... He didn't he, know he, that, he, he wouldn't have regenerated. At that point, though, he <laughs> was of the understanding that the crystal was the only thing stopping them ruling the universe. Yes. But it's interesting, because if he hadn't stolen the crystal, none of this would have happened. Well, the spiders 
You know, the spiders still would have got intelligent. Oh, they could then, then they'd have just wiped the... themselves out. Yeah. And not search but for we, the we, missing crystal. The doctor yeah. and everyone would not have known anything about it. So there you are. Uh, and is the doctor the only time lord who's fucked after a regeneration? Yes. Because we saw another time lord regeneration in this and he was perfectly fine as soon as he'd done it. Mm-hmm. Also, he seemed, this other time lord seems to be able to travel uh, without a TARDIS. And can teleport. Yeah. Doctor can't do that. Just, doctor's just rubbish. Just the worst time lord ever. Maybe he didn't finish his time lord training. Uh, yeah, this this other time lord was uh, was was basically a white man pretending to be Oriental, which is always good in uh, TV shows. It's the best. It is. Uh, yeah. Here I mentioned, this is the one I mentioned, that Joji was a projection of the Time Lord Kampo, who Kampo then regenerated. No one understands that. So we'll talk about Sarah Jane instead. Yeah. So she came for the story that Mike Yates phoned her about at the centre, meditation centre, and she didn't know what it was, what the story was, but she came anyway. Well, you've got to find out what it is. You've got to trust your friends. Not my case, yeah. Also, for a journalist, (laughs) she can't tell a story. That was all. She was telling Mm. the doctor a story and she couldn't really tell him. I thought, but you're a journalist. Maybe she's got somebody that does that for her. She just makes notes and stuff. Oh, maybe she's not really a journalist. It's a lie. It's disgraceful. Although I kind of like that she's still a journalist. Even though she's, you know, running about with the doctor going in time and space, she still carries on with her day job. No, I like that. I do. She's still kind of separate, you know, she isn't his... They're not adventuring every day. No. Well, you can't then. He's sometimes potting about with silly science experiments, waiting for yeah. something to happen. He's sometimes taking his uh, anti-theft device off his car and things. Mm-hmm. Sarah Jane's eye acting is amazing as well. You mean when she was uh, possessed? Yes. By the Queen? Yes, and she was facing the camera. Oh, it was brilliant. And I kind of like that uh. the doctor had to explain regeneration to her slash the audience. You, know, you, you can't just let it surprise people that don't know. But you don't, they don't do it really these days. It's just quite interesting that then, what, ten years mm. after it started, they kind of still have to explain this. They'll be doing it for years. But yes, Sarah, she made a deal with the Queen towards the end and uh, she said she was going to agree to set the, uh, all the two legs free 
Like the Queen will have any power after this. <laughs> after the rest find out she's betrayed all of them. None. This doesn't seem like a good deal, this Sarah. <laughs> yeah, and how come the doctor didn't uh, twig that Sarah had been possessed by the Queen as well? It, it normally straight onto this when Sarah all of a sudden could start teleporting. <laughs> <laughs> how can you teleport? Oh, the Queen told me. Oh, it's great. Yeah. yeah, it's quite easy. Yeah. I can't believe you don't know. All the other time I was not a teleport, but you can't. <laughs> Maybe that's why I didn't question it, because it's like, for fuck's sake, everyone can fucking tell. I'll just pretend I can't. Really wish I didn't miss that class. <laughs> Is that why he stole the TARDIS? Because he couldn't teleport. Yeah. It was, yeah and then Everybody it, else just teleported to other planets. And then he made yeah. a blue. Uh, Tommy, the... Uh, Guy was mental age of a child. It was just cringing. I thought. I didn't think it was. Did you not? Know? No. Right. I didn't mind it at all. I thought a decent enough character. I didn't mind the character. Mm -hmm. I just didn't think. I think it could have dialed it back a bit. I don't quite know what the point was other than to demonstrate that it made stupid people intelligent. But yeah, and why you'd need to demonstrate that. Yeah, because we've already got intelligent spiders, it's there already. It didn't need to, it didn't need to, uh, yeah, it didn't lead to anything, it just took up time. And the very fact that a couple of the episodes, well, one of the episodes has had half of it of a chase, and another episode had seemed to have a lot of it from a recap from a previous episode. You could have easily brought that this episode down to four episodes and taken Tommy's thing out. Although Tommy at the end was quite cool, holding the door against the four spider intruders. You could have Mike Hates, you know. And then he would have, mm -hmm. that would have been the whole redemption thing for Invasion of the Dinosaurs. But Mike was busy sleeping. <laughs> well, you know, that doesn't work as well. <laughs> Speaking of Mike, he, he really did embrace the 1970s after he left mm -hmm. Unit, didn't he? Even though it wasn't the 70s. <coughs> With his seventies clues hairstyle and such like. Mm. Uh and that clairvoyant professor guy, he had the biggest bow tie ever. Yes he did. It was quite a big one. Yes. He could move things with his mind, but I don't think he could move that because it was too massive. Mm. Um, I do like that he actually was a uh, what, magician type thing, but he could actually do it in real life but pretended not. Yeah. But, and then the doctor uh, says to him, look, you're actually normal. Everyone has these powers locked inside them. There's nothing different about you. And then he turns and goes, so you can tell me why I'm different? 
Yes. No. He's just told you why you're not. Yes. See that massive blue tie you're wearing? That's why you're different. Uh, yeah. And the fourth doctor. Woo! That's all. Mm. Quotes then. Yeah, struggled to find anything myself really on this one. Uh, what's yours then? But mine, I'm just going to go with the one where he was escaping from the spider trap thing when he was being eaten with his pillow. Okay. <laughs> Did he think he was eating a marshmallow, wake up, and his pillow wasn't there? So what? But yeah, this is just his uh, diatribe about. Uh, how he's escaping and who his friends were. A little trick I learned from an old friend of mine, um, Harry, uh, what was his name? Um, uh, Hopkins. No, no, that's not right. Uh, uh, Hetherington. No, that's not right either. Uh, it wasn't an English name. Um, uh, Hackenschmidt. Uh, I know it began with an H. Houdini. Yes, that was it. Harry Houdini. Yes, I quite liked that as well. Uh, I did like that the doctor couldn't remember his name because it's more plausible that he's not going to remember every single person's name. Um, I, he also didn't remember his uh, old teacher's, Gallifrey teacher's name. I still. Oh, Campo? Yeah. I remember. Who knows what his name is? Not only did he forget his name, he, he, he could barely remember what he looked like. Uh, and this is my quote. And it's Sarah Jane explaining to the Brigadier the whole Joji Kempo thing. Possibly. Won't you introduce me to your friend, Miss Smith? Oh, um, yes, this is the Abbot of... No, it's Choji. I mean, it looks like Choji, but it is really Campo Rinpoche, I think. Thank you. That makes everything quite clear. Excellent. Final thoughts? Yeah, it was all right, this one. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. It's, it seemed a bit of a sort of weak letdown, how he died. Not quite meaningful or anything. But. I did kind of like that it was all his fault, and you know he stole this mm. crystal, and then he has to atone for the mistake, and so he dies. Kind of like that. Yeah. But it was a bit of a weird one. But then they all are. But yes, that's mm -hmm. the end of the Perchby year. Alright. Uh, next time you're doing Robot, the first Tom Baker. Alright. Discussion mm -hmm. concluded.